needs an education. Billy needs this plot controlled. His only friends are some small children. Hey, Billy, leave those kids alone. All in all, it's just a poorly made Sandler call. <laughs> yeah. Nice, <laughs> Welcome to the Nostalgia Killers podcast, where we revisit films from our youth to see if they still hold up or should be inserted into the great DVD player in the sky. I can almost say that without reading my notes. It's been 10 episodes. This is a double feature. I am Luke Lones. I'm here with Chuck Starzynski. Hey, hey. Double digits, a double feature. And our special guest, Jason Santos. Hi, everyone. Pleasure to be here. And we are double featuring Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. That's right. We're entering the Sandman tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Madison. Double Adam. Only one of the fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and as always, for our lovely listeners who are drinking along, uh, today we have a double feature, double drink. So in honor of Billy Madison, we sent him off to school with a snack pack, which is basically just like a mudslide. And, uh, you know, nothing sips better on the green than a nice uh, John Daly. So for old happy... We made it basically a, uh, you know, he wouldn't drink vodka. Let's be real. He's drinking cheap parking lot ancient age. So it's a whiskey John Daly. Nice. Delicious. Very tasty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So One is significantly thicker than the other. Oh, yeah. I mean, the <laughs> drinks, too. <laughs> Consistency. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. You know, yeah. inconsistency with the films, inconsistency with the cocktails here. That's what we're after. Yeah, you definitely matched the palatability of each one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very, very much representative. Yeah. 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 I'm glad that the uh, the John Daly is in a tall glass. Yeah. And there's like two and a half ounces of the other one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's just more me to love. Mm. All right. We're going to do Billy Madison first. For an elevator pitch, I have Rich Boy Billy Madison will lose. His chance to take over the family hotel mega business unless he can prove to his dad and himself that he can complete grades 1 through 12 all on his own at the age of 25, 28. 28. I think you'd be nice with 25. I wasn't paying attention. I think there's a bit where he says something like, wow, everyone was way nicer to me in high school like 10 years ago. So oh, Jesus. Okay. There so you he's go. almost like he's hitting 30. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than I thought. Oh, yeah. But he only has two weeks to do it. Yes. Yeah. But uh, that's like in well, two weeks per grade. Per grade. Per grade. grade. Yeah. Per grade. But that's my biggest thing with this movie is, but, but why? <laughs> what does he need two weeks in first grade again? But daddy, if I can show you, I can do this. Please, please, daddy. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, if I can win the science fair in sixth grade, that shows you I can, you know, run a Fortune 500 company with over, I think, they, don't they say like over 6,000 employees? That's the thing, though. Like, he wasn't even like top in the class. He just needed to get through. Yeah, exactly. Like, C's get degrees. He wasn't like, <laughs> you know, going to the state fair. It was like, we, he turned in a project. Mm -hmm. So, Mr. Santos, um, which again, thank you for joining us today. Yeah. 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 What's your personal nostalgia with this movie um, or movies? You can do both if you'd like. Yeah. So, Interestingly enough, I uh, kind of grew up golfing as a as a kid. So Happy Gilmore and Caddyshack, like those movies, sure, always kind of played. 
And I didn't actually watch Billy Madison until later. I was probably in high school, early high school, when Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison came out on like the two-pack DVD. Sure. So I bought the two-pack wanting Happy Gilmore. And I got Billy Madison as like a concession. Like they've always run together because they always had them in the same like oh, two-pack yeah. sleeve with the like wide like flip open top. You can still picture it. So it was thrust upon you, kind of like the people in the film itself. Yeah, it was. I don't remember it being as bad. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe too early to say that, but. No, no. They kind of ran together in my memory. And I remember thinking like, oh, those are fun films. That's a fun film. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, the nostalgia there, I think in rewatching it now as an adult, having worked for a long time in like major hotels and like they're clearly like Madison is clearly parodying Marriott. Marriott or Hilton. Super, super like parody. So I will. A decent amount of experience there so it was very like i could see that actually happening like, yeah i could see that being like yeah <laughs> that's oh that's how you got your job i got it i got it <laughs> very much it now so yeah i think that's my my nostalgia is just watching them as a kid with uh with happy gilmore but billy madison came in later in life and then they were kind of intertwined and watching them separately for this podcast and really diving into each one separately showed me how distinctly different they are strange right really strange oh yeah no apparently you know that's one thing um i took away from this entire experiment was uh a lot can happen in a year man (laughs) it's hard to believe they're only a year apart yeah and madison came first yes gilmore came after Mm -hmm. which doesn't make any sense because i feel like that's one of those things where you would totally you know I mean, I made a ton of money, so never mind. I'll eat those words really quick. But I feel like you would just see Billy Madison and be like, oh, this guy, we're going we're gonna to make another one with this guy? And he wants to golf? Oh, pleasantly eating those words, pleasantly surprised. Um, personally, I grew up watching these movies religiously, uh, whether they be on TV or VHS. Uh, I think I saw both of them again in tandem. So I feel like I probably saw them around six years old. And like everyone I knew as a kid owned these films. So they were just like a sleepover staple too. It was also, you know, the 90s. So it was a lot, little more loosey-goosey with, yeah, sure. We can throw in some assault jokes and stuff like that for these six-year-olds. It's totally fine. <laughs> no, it's, no, nah, they're, you know, they're trying to go to sleep. Let's give them something nice to watch. Um, I would also like often, yeah, watch them together so frequently that they just kind of blended together into one film for me. Mm-hmm. Like until we did this podcast just now, um, you know, you put a gun to my head, I would have hard hard time telling you which jokes and which bits were from each film um but yeah i got so burnt out on adam sandler comedies and these two specifically because both of them were just always on tv Mm. that i pretty much vowed not to watch them again (laughs) Uh, i haven't seen either of these since probably like 08 09 i always liked happy gilmore way more even before we did this podcast but i feel like billy madison was just like the it was always quoted more and maybe it's because I was in school and it's comments about being in school and whatnot. But it was just that thing where it's like, I feel like as a kid, Billy was the more popular of the two. Yeah. I think that the, the quotes hit harder, right? They're, yeah. They're more memorable, but the, the film, <laughs> I would struggle to call it a film. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't deserve that designation. Uh, for me, it was, um, came out in high school and I didn't actually see either of them. 
except for in, in chunks. Uh, my friends had them. They either rented them or whatever. And I just happened to like pop in and, and say hi and catch a couple of the, the scenes and not know what it was. I knew kind of who Adam Sandler was because of Saturday Night Live and some of the other people. But yeah, it wasn't until like probably six years later that the DVDs came out and they played at my friend's houses nonstop. Um, I never purchased them. I want to put that on record. Smart man. Um, <laughs> Happy Gilmore, I could I could live with, but Billy Madison, nah. That's... Uh, what if you got both for the price of one? <laughs> <laughs> trying to sell me your DVDs. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> Special deal. I'm sure that that's still in my parents' house somewhere in a pristine sleeve because I kept all the sleeves for all of my DVDs. I was one of those. Super anal. Super, super, but, so many ways. But with that, I can't say that they're either both or by themselves without merit. And I, I aim to prove that to both of you today. Oh, hey, no, come at me. I've got, I feel like with this one, I'm going to like, I'm going to hold my ground on both these. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. Okay. Um, so my biggest thing with Billy Madison, and it's a question that it's a question as old as time question. Uh, I'm sure everyone's been asking since they first saw this movie, fired the film up and I found myself asking it every five minutes or so is Billy mentally challenged because they just like, yeah. they keep dancing around it. And like they keep trying to show you that he's not, but then we keep having these elements where it's like he's yeah, he's short tempered, doesn't pick things up very easily, kind of slips into a very toddler state half the time. Schizophrenic. Very schizophrenic. All the gibberish. All never, the gibberish. I don't, I don't remember all the gibberish. That's really disturbing. Yeah. No, and like the first and it took me until three quarters of the way through the movie to realize that a big thing that's happening is Adam Sandler doesn't know how to play drunk. <laughs> the first six minutes of this movie, when you like roll into the credits and he's, you know, waking up poolside, going, picking up nudie magazine day and all of that, which we'll get back into nudie magazine um, in just a moment. But <laughs> all of that, he's just like, like time to check the mail and da, 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 da. And I just want to, for the record, not doing a uh, mentally challenged, uh, you know, parody there. Not trying to do a, an impersonation. I'm trying to do an impersonation of Billy Madison because that's what he's doing the entire fucking movie. Cutting it really fucking close, bud. I know. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just I know how these things work. I know how, uh, you know, you take little sound bites out of this podcast where it's like, brr, 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 brr. That's what's mentally going on challenged. And then yeah. all of a sudden, yeah, it's me and Tucker Carlson on the same pod <laughs> after this. I didn't say you are a jackass. I said you were acting like a jackass. Exactly. Completely different. <laughs> well, we'll draw the line there for you. Yeah, I think that they missed a, missed a piece early on by going straight into that scene of him being really, really drunk. But you don't really see that part, right? So you're not sure if he's drunk because he's not acting like anyone would normally act drunk. So you can't like automatically identify that as yeah. inebriated. And until you guys are mentioning this, I didn't really think about that part. I kind of tuned that out. I'm used to tuning out this movie so much <laughs> that I didn't even think about, yeah, he's not portraying someone who's drunk. No, he's doing a terrible job. I think a big part of it, too, is like probably the studio, because I feel like this movie being a movie about a guy who goes back to school and hangs out with a bunch of kids saying that aloud. Pretty troubling. <laughs> um, but I think the studios saw this as an opportunity to, you know, push this movie on kids. So there's explicitly they have drinks 
There's beer cans. There's like half finished like margaritas and daiquiris and stuff like that. But you never really see them actually consume anything. The fucking Howard the Duck syndrome. Exactly. And there's a scene later on, which is we'll get this movie's not without merit. There's some good scenes in this movie. <laughs> but there's a scene later on where uh, they're on a field trip and all the school lunches are missing. And <laughs> one of the chaperones is like, who would just take 72 school lunches? And it's Chris Farley, Norm MacDonald, and the other guy the whose other name guy. I have written down. So that guy, yeah. Yeah, he's a very much of that guy. Um, but they're all laughing their asses off, just crushing peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And it's like, clearly they're stoned. Yeah. Clearly they're super high, stealing like a bunch of apples and peanut butter and jellies from children. But they never explicitly say that. They never show anything. So you're just like, oh, these guys are just a bunch of big sillies with appetites. <laughs> Which is like a big, yeah, that just doesn't translate throughout the entire film because you're like, oh, is Billy slow or no, no, no. He just, he did a whippet off camera. We didn't get to see that, but he's totally like, yeah, he's just high on whippets or he's just wasted. <laughs> I think you'd have to be dragging a can and a mask around with nitrous oxide to behave that way. Oh, to be on his level. Yeah. I mean, no, he's, he's got, definitely a He's got the funds to do it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that is bizarre. I'm thinking about it now. Like, doesn't make sense you know, if, if that movie was made now though the narcotics would be completely different you would see a very different state for billy madison and you think of going back to like hilton and like paris and mm -hmm. that wasn't alcohol or whippets no he'd be billy nodison <laughs> <laughs> billy fentison yeah 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 oh man his best friend needles Exactly. Come on, boy. <laughs> so I'm not chasing a penguin around like a dragon. I know. That was a thing, too. It's like, that's what took me. So, like, I also, the penguin thing, all of that, like, you know, the penguin is supposed to be, I guess, like when you see pink elephants when you're super hammered, you know, like the old wives' tale. But that was a thing that was so hard to swallow for the first two thirds of the movie. It's like, is he just delusional? Is he slow? Like, did he get hit in the head with a hammer? What happened? Why is he seeing the penguin? I think I think it's just that's putting too much faith in the fact that they thought about it and that you're supposed to make sense of any of it. Well, luckily, he's got people looking out for him <laughs> like his maid. Plenty of money and plenty of money. Plenty of money. Oh, I love the maid so much. Yeah. If I just to yeah. jump ahead, like if, as I have for the person who won the film is Juanita. Oh yeah, one yeah. is great. Uh, one, her, ten I, out of ten. Yeah, I yeah. completely forgot her her part and her jokes and her like sexual advances. Oh yeah, no, her, it, that's that's uh, the best. Like, <laughs> I'm also so happy that he's not slow and he's just like you know drunk and spaced out on drugs because she wants to fuck him so bad. <laughs> he wants that ass exactly. Yeah, it would have been uh, it would have been troubling for other reasons. Being the uh, the adult going back to school and and like befriending a bunch of eight-year-olds that's weird right yeah it's a it's a lot this movie's a lot with that kind of stuff um which yeah i don't know if you want to just do you want to just bounce around on this one yeah okay cool when, cool when do we not man i know i know but i mean like you know uh we'll or we'll we'll figure that out later <laughs> okay well you talked about uh yeah befriending eight-year-olds and stuff one of the most uncomfortable scenes in this entire movie and there's a few uh but for me the most uncomfortable scene in the entire movie is it's valentine's day mm. and billy's getting all these love oh, notes yeah. from children because he's in a class with children 
And they're all just like, the, the children's notes are very innocent, you know, to their effect. It's like, Billy, be mine. And like, Billy, I only have eyes for you. Things like that. Like things that you would just get in a Valentine from anyone. But all the little girls are making goo-goo eyes at him. Mm. And instead of being like, huh, yeah, th thank you. Like, sure. He's like taking it in. He leans into it. Yeah, he leans sure. into it super hard. He's like, you know, slicking back his hair, like, you know, and just kind of like not blowing kisses, but definitely like, yeah. Yeah, thanks, you know, Tamara. Absolutely. We are totally going to hook up after this. Like, cool. I think that plays into, like, the rich boy, like, persona, right? It's like, of course I'm the coolest guy in the room. I'm going to take all of that in. It doesn't matter if I'm in a room of seven-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. Still the coolest guy in the room. Your yeah. Honor, it doesn't matter if she was eight. She, you know. She came on to me. She, she wrote, wanted She wrote the Valentine. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, she fuck. Knew, she knew what she was writing. She's in seventh grade. <laughs> fucking awful um but, that, but i do well that was a setup for the principal guy yes too. i was gonna say i do appreciate that though because i do love the weird <laughs> b story of the principal along with juanita wanting to fuck him um <laughs> he tells billy several times throughout the movie that he's horny uh, there's actually assault yeah in, there's in a the full-on assault at the end full-on assault from that guy what would you uh what more would you expect from uh is it the Dangerous Blob? What is his uh, wrestling name? I don't know. Uh, I f fuck. Ah, oh, we're so good at we're so, so good at research, folks. Uh, I have I have all these notes, and I don't have his wrestling name. It's all good. Uh, cut, but anyways, cut, cut to post production. Exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll insert that now. Yeah. One of my favorite things from the film. Still, I I have a an affinity for jokes about being stuck in school because I kind of I didn't have a horrible time, but I, I love being out of school. When uh, I think it's like the the third grader asks Billy what high school is like. And he and Billy grabs his head and is like, stay where you are. It's good here. <laughs> what was it? The Don't leave. Words? Stay as long as you can. You gotta cherish it. <laughs> cherish. That's, that, that's a line from the film I've always endeared. Oh, yeah. No. I like I absolutely love that bit as a kid, but now watching it like as a grown man um, and trying to watch things critically too a little bit more, I was like, oh, He's just like projecting the fact that he's not because that follows when he goes to high school. So he's just yeah. like projecting on this child that he's not accepted by <laughs> like you kids are the cool kids. You eight and nine year olds. You guys get me. These uh, 15 year olds over here. Oof, let me tell you. Yep. Like, no, it's like stay here where you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> was kind of like how I was just like, Ugh. oh, God, there's another film I'm sure we'll do eventually. Uh, Top Secret. Oh yeah, have you ever seen it? Have I have not it? in not in many years. There's a there's a gag where uh, the main character uh, Val Kilmer, he's um, having a nightmare about being back in school. He's he's wandering the hallways. He can't find his class. He's not prepared to take his test. And then he wakes up in a jail cell being tortured. And he's like, Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that joke as a kid for hours. Like I, I just couldn't watch the rest of the movie because I was stuck on that joke. Mm. Like, those kinds of things just get me. Oh, but yeah, the premise of this movie. And that, that movie's just way better. Can we talk about Top Secret? Yeah, why don't we just, uh, you know, hard cut to Top Secret. Um, we have another movie still to finish on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn it. Damn it. We don't have Top Secret, Luke. <laughs> I want it. Come on, your Billy Madison's getting cold. <laughs> but yeah, I do. Um, there are some fun, like this movie's not all garbage. Uh, there's some fun jokes and fun little bits in here. Like I do love all the side characters like I usually do with movies. Um, like I love Norm MacDonald in this. Norm. Yeah, Mr. He's Norm, so man. fucking good. R.I.P. Yep, R.I.P. Uh, man. I love that uh, <laughs> before he, you know, 
tries to quote unquote get his shit together and go back to school and whatnot. There's a night where Adam Sandler and the gang go pickle racing. Like they just go to like a <laughs> diner and throw pickles on the windshield of like they're not the windshield, but the glass the of a restaurant. Diner. Yeah, the diner and just watch them fall down and cheer them on. And that's followed up with lighting dog shit on fire for an old man to stomp out like as 30 year old men. And then it just after that hard cuts to them just kind of like ah, lamenting, laying back in the moonlight. And Norma says, this is the greatest night of my life. As a, as a kid, I remember that the dog shit scene like vehemently. Yeah. And it was like, I think for me, it was like the, at that point kind of triggered like, oh, comedy has stages. Like the, <laughs> like, the joke is not that I just lit a bag on your door. It's like. No, no, no. I just made you step on dog shit. And then That's, he called the shit poop. Yeah. Those, poop. those are the words. He just that, said poop. Yeah. Those are the words that were repeated in my life over and over. Not by me, by people in my life. Oh, yeah. Uh, throughout the military. <laughs> <laughs> people who are supposed to be professionals. Supposed to be protecting us. Protecting people. Yeah. <laughs> the people you trust to save your lives. They're laughing at those poop jokes. Also on the lighting shit on fire thing. This movie was also because I saw it at a young age. I saw it like six years old or so. This movie taught me a lot. Um, I This was my first encounter with uh, Ding Dong ditching a bag of flaming shit on somebody's front door. So I was like, oh, you can do that. That's a thing. <laughs> Who do I know that owns a dog? <laughs> How do I get my hands on poop? Exactly. Are we sure it was dog shit? Good point. Yeah. Oh no, it is. He finds it on the st- he finds it on the sidewalk. But so, I mean, we don't have doesn't, confirmation. Doesn't mean it's dog poo. It didn't look true. like dog poo. It looked kind of like a melted Snickers. I also learned from this movie you can order Nakey mags through the mail. Hmm. How excited he is for Nudie Magazine Day. Not not do can we, you? You had to. You had to exactly. Do, do we want to cut to that and just do you want us to read all of the, yes. the, the covers? Because that's oh, what. Good uh, lord. <laughs> which you know what he's a <laughs> he is. Uh, sexually adventurous uh, he's sexually adventurous he's a man of uh, many many tastes uh you know super progressive actually very progressive yeah we don't we don't kink shame here we don't uh you know everyone's allowed to like what they like um but yeah billy subscribes to shemale fiesta is the first one out of his like (laughs) that's the top that's like right there he's like okay and he's like good but next and then the following is women over 80 (laughs) yes she may not be able to stand but don't worry she doesn't need to Gilfs, yeah, gilfs. Throw, throwback to uh, I think those are earlier. Pre- yeah, one of the earlier uh, episodes, right? Yeah, yep. Gilf. I think that I think if you're over eighty, though, you're probably a gugilf. Yeah, a gilf, double g gilf, g squared. Exactly. And then this is the most problematic. This is the only problematic one. There's a magazine just called Drunk Chicks, which is like, yeah. It's bad, but I still laughed. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Because like the good. cover is just two women, like not in not in sexual poses. No, they're just they're having just a good time, sitting in front of alcohol bottles, <laughs> yeah. looking really wasted. And at this point in the film, we're still not sure if he's slow. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he's adds, also the most excited nother, for that one. Yeah, he's it adds like, a whole ah. other level of like, like, I, can I laugh at this? I, yeah. don't, I don't know. Does and, he know what alcohol is? Right. Does he yeah. know what's happening I'm, to these women? I'm, oh, I'm thinking right now that was another part of the the filmmaker, whoever you want to blame, was their idea of helping us relate to Billy. Because mm. he likes alcohol. He likes alcohol. He likes a good time. He likes beating off. He's an everyman. <laughs> while we're on the um, him acting. Speaking of beating off. Speaking of beating <laughs> off. Um, while, we're, while we're on the subject of him acting like a... Uh, 
slow person slash child. Um, if he's not slow, what's with the shampoo versus conditioner fight? Oh, that's one of those those quotes. Oh, I know. That just it stuck for decades. Stuck for decades. It tells you something about the audience of these yeah. films, like of what what was quoted the most. I mean, that's got to be up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nuts very much. No. Um. But also, like, I, that was one of the bits that, like, I, you know, don't be wrong. To be fair, shampoo is better. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah. Don't start this fight. <laughs> team shampoo every time. Yeah, team shampoo. But I mean, this was one of those bits that, like, wasn't wasn't funny when I was seven. Dare, dare I say shampoo? Oh, he just called champ shit shampoo. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of mudslides exactly delicious also speaking of mudslides yeah just needing a snack pack to motivate you as a grown man it's like i don't want to go to school i got snack packs i was never a chocolate pudding kid no 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 um tapioca oh i know oh i know i know who are you I was also, well, actually that makes sense i know who you are <laughs> <laughs> i was also like my go-to order at mcdonald's still like they have tapioca at mcdonald's no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> but like, it's in the same vein. Like, I'm the fish, I'm the reason the fish fillet is still uh, on the menu. <laughs> yeah, it's the half slice of cheese, the really soft bun. Yeah. I mean, you know what you like, you just like it. Exactly. No, you know, I, I fuck with the fish fillet. Yeah. Yeah. Billy likes drunk chicks and I like fish fillets. Exactly. Nope. Don't keep shaming. <laughs> both men of culture. What can I say? Something I really didn't remember from this movie um, was all of the unnecessary, non sequitur, like, dancing and singing i did not realize how many musical bits there were no yeah that was like completely erased out of my don't my memory. know why they're there there is a weird again he might uh, keep coming back to it because i kept coming back to it the entire time i watched the movie um but there's a bit after he has the confrontation with eric and his dad about like he's not fit to run the company oh yeah i'll show you i'll just repeat school over the course of like three months because that you know proves some kind of point um after that bit and it gets set up, Billy does like a fun little dance number to music that's not playing. This is like non-diegetic music that, yeah, he is not hearing. There's nothing happening. So he's just like having a good old time speaking gibberish and dancing down the stairs. And it's like, what is what is this movie? What the fuck is happening? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's a reference to something like dancing down the stairs seems like a like an early 1940s meme. Yeah, but like this movie is not going for like a hey, this is like a Fred Astaire joke. They break out into a full fucking musical. That's like true. Twenty minutes later, so I don't know. <laughs> I just figured that they like the studios were like we paid for ninety four minutes. Of movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're three minutes short, Madison. Yeah. Yep. Good sir, this is universal. <laughs> ninety four minutes. I demand satisfaction. <laughs> I did appreciate, like, this was in the golden era of, like, when movies were exactly an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, palatable. You can get through it with, like, not having to take, like, six bathroom breaks. Yep. Yeah. That's a, that a very, it's a calculated thing mm -hmm. that studios did. So. Said it once. Say it uh, two hours and 47 minutes uh, again. Um, <laughs> no movie needs to be, I don't care. Break it up. No movie needs to be longer than an hour and a half, two hours. Like nothing. It's like, yeah, mm -hmm. make a fifth one. 
they'll they'll get to Mordor eventually. Like, yeah. make a fifth one. Just don't don't make me sit there, please. It's it's something that's always been experimented with. Even since the dawn of cinema, they they tried to get people to sit through three hours of film, and they figured out, you know, we're torturing them, and they're they're leaving halfway through. Especially so. now, right? Like so many studies of like attention spans going down and down and oh, it's, down it's and far down worse. And yeah. But movies are getting longer. It's because they're events, Jason. Sure. <laughs> and for those of you listening, I don't come from like a cinematography background. So talk to me about food all day long. My fish fillet yeah. like yeah. ability <laughs> runs deep. But yeah, three hours is a long time. That's a long goddamn time, no. We brought you on because you're uh, attachment to uh, rich people and golf. Yeah, rich people, golf, He's our hotels. Yeah, hotels. Luxury, exactly, yeah. Ho- like hospitality, yeah. You're Good. the other side of the coin. I've been looking at tails all day. I want to see what heads is. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it, papa. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Eric character. The er- I've, I've worked with a lot of Eric's in my yeah. life. There you go, yeah. yeah. Also, probably not a controversial opinion, but Eric deserves the fucking company. Like, why is Billy even in the running? Let's be real. Billy's going to make Madison Hotels fold in exactly nine weeks. Yeah. <laughs> nine weeks. Eric's going to keep that company going, and Billy's going to have a much better life. Oh, yeah. No, I have that written in my notes, because that's one of the things that is said is like, it's not like, oh, he's getting the company and then kicking Billy out. It's like, no, Billy gets to stay a fucked up rich kid his entire life. I never understood that. Like, Yeah, he wasn't losing much. No, yeah. he's not. He, no, he's gaining but that's like a real phenomenon. Like I and I've never understood it and and unfortunately I'll never get to understand it, but like the idea of like, oh, I've been a rich fuck up kid this whole time and now my parents are retiring, but I should take the business. Like this business is mine to run into the ground. Like no, 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 no. Just let just pay the people. Oh, they they're and, they're all stuck on Game of Thrones. Uh, I think they're it's like, yeah, it's the entitlement, the Mhm. Yeah, but the blood right. I mean, sometimes it's just nice to cash checks, <laughs> like just cash checks. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I totally understand. I, I have a lot of similar experiences, and it's, uh, it's not bizarre. It's all they have. That's fair. Because they, I mean, we're getting really, really deep on this subject. I know. I for, like this. We're talking about Billy Madison, but hey, you know, yeah, the the psychology, as far as I can tell, for people who never had to struggle and fight and make their own way, especially growing up in formative years. Once you get to the edge of the cliff, your parents are going to be going away soon and you have nothing. You have no skills. You got no, nothing to back up. The only thing you have is to grab onto the fucking family jewels for dear life. Yeah, but like, isn't there someone in that person's life? Like, where's the Juanita to be like, <laughs> just like, take the money, She's ru- far, far ru- too, far run, away, run away to Jamaica with me and like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, let's have Rasta babies. I think the hotel will be in, in fine hands with Juanita. Uh, over, oh, Billy, yeah. over Billy. Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty with you much a dead yeah. clown. Yeah, yeah, pretty much everyone. <laughs> like, if if they were like, Mr. Penguin, you're getting the keys. Exactly. <laughs> You'd be like, I didn't see that coming, but yeah, there, everyone, there could everyone, be worse. Everyone's going to live. People <laughs> yeah, are going to keep their jobs. Exactly. Hurrah. Yeah. Also, yeah, I yeah. threw it in there because I wanted to talk about him. Um, there are exactly two moments in this movie that made me laugh. And it kind of speaks to who I am, unfortunately. Twice? I left twice. <laughs> like this time you watched it? Yes. Oh. Only twice, though. Um, it's when Billy is having the celebratory because he has a party every time he graduates a grade. He's having his first grade party <laughs> and everyone's having a great time. And there's a clown on stilts and the clown, you know, backs into something and falls over and falls off his stilts. And everyone has a good time laughing and giggling. <laughs> and we see the clown fall like 
you know, has the pratfall that we see in so many movies. 12 feet. Exactly. And then we just see the clown stay on screen just two seconds too long and blood begins to just drip <laughs> out of his mouth and it's like, oh, oh shit, yeah. he's dead. And then it's hard cut to like, I guess we're going into second grade. One, one of the few dark moments in the exactly. film, which I, I really enjoyed. Yeah. And that also leads me to my second favorite bit, which is another dark moment. It's, I think it's, he, it has to be third that he's graduating because it's like, after the very prolific meeting of Veronica Vaughn, who is so hot, we want to touch the Heine Auga. Um, as a direct quote from Billy. Uh, <laughs> Glad you covered there. Good. Exactly. But also had a big crush on can Veronica you do it Vaughn the growing Can up. you do it in the voice? I could, yes. <laughs> For the record, sir, can you repeat that in the voice? Um, <laughs> but anyways, it is fine. <laughs> Veronica Vaughn, so hot. Want to touch the hiney? So a good time to mention our Patreon. If you uh, exactly, have a few if bucks you pay, to spare. if you pay us money, I will not do things but like this. This, so this is what you'll get. Yeah, exactly. Chuck will do the whole podcast again in that voice. <laughs> exactly, playing all three of us. My favorite part was, um, but no, all I want to say is it's like the third grade graduation party and we're ha it's like summertime i guess because of course it is um, we're having like a slip and slide party and whatnot and <laughs> there's just the unnamed i'm gonna look his name up right now because i'm gonna keep referencing him but the unnamed friend of his that's not norm mcdonald yeah, yeah the weird the other guy, guy the other guy the weird guy is just torturing a child with a hose <laughs> <laughs> and the little kid's like, stop it, mister. I don't know who you are. Why are you doing this? And Billy walks up and is like, hey, man, da -da -da -da, like they have some banter. Um, and then he walks away and the guy continues to just waterboard this kid. There he is. Mark Beltzman. Thank you. Has he been in anything else? Um, number one filmography on IMDb is uh, Billy Madison. Have you heard of that one? No. He was also in Speed 2. Not Speed, but uh, Speed 2. Wedding could, Singer. Couldn't make the first one, huh? Wedding yep. Singer. They liked him so much. <laughs> oh, Adam's just got a bunch of people on <laughs> yeah. payroll. So Yeah. No, uh, nothing else I know. Well, my, my pick for uh, one of my favorite people in the film is Miss Lippy. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, we'd be doing disservice if we don't go back to first grade really quick and talk about Miss Lippy. I, I, have to, I have to confess, after watching this again, I haven't watched this in probably 20 years. I don't blame you. But um, after after knowing what I know now, studying college, all that stuff, she is an amazing teacher. Oh, yeah. She sets boundaries. She includes everybody. She's really nice. And she's just fucking weird. And I love her. She's like an icon. She's oh, like, always yeah. been an icon. She is. Um, yeah, I went very much went to public school. Um, but <laughs> she is very much like, I don't know if this is a thing outside of California, but she's a Waldorf teacher to the max. Yeah. This is like, you know, collective learning, kumbaya. wooden toys, kumbaya kind of stuff. Um, like, when I, again, one of my favorite scenes is when they're playing dodgeball and Billy's like, I don't want to play dodgeball with children, comes back and she's just listening to drum circles and dancing around, having a great time. And she goes, dodgeball time is a special time, mm -hmm. not just for you boys and girls, but for Miss Lippy too. And yeah. shoes him out. Setting boundaries. Very, exactly. very important. Very important for first graders. Also dodgeball in first grade. Like I did. Yeah. I was surprised he didn't play. 
at first, and then he starts pegging That's small children true. in the face for, uh, for real. True. Apparently, but like, but yeah. He, but he had like a moment of like, no, this isn't this isn't cool. Well, he got out really quick. He did. He did. Quiet yeah. by O'Doyle. Yeah, that's so. true. Exactly. Had to yeah. two O'Doyles. <laughs> all O'Doyle the, rules. All the O'Doyles. I do love that. There's an O'Doyle for every. There's twelve O'Doyle, O'Doyle children. There's an O'Doyle in every single grade. So these people consistently had a kid every single year. Yeah. And the the one in high school looks like he's thirty in his exactly. 30s. Exactly, <laughs> I was gonna say maybe they didn't have one played, every year. Maybe he was held played, back. Played football already. He's been through professional football. Exactly. <laughs> Doyle rules. Oh man, that was another one that just got like run into the ground. Oh so yeah. And so it's it's much. been it's a joke that's been repeated in a lot of other TV shows. Specifically, O'Doyle. No, Steve Holt. I think from was it not Parks? No, or? that's Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Steve Holt. Hmm. Exactly. Doyle rules. Steve Holt. Yeah, same kind of yeah. bit. Vance. Vance refrigeration. No. Office. Oh yeah, I know that one. Um, the Office. I love that one. Um, bit of trivia: the lunch lady who's in one scene handing out the sloppy joes. Oh, I fucking love her. You know I what? hope you kids like them extra sloppy. <laughs> Do you know? Did you look into her at all? No, I did not. So this I is, should have. This is uh, uh, Joyce Gordon. And she was Mrs. Seidenbaum in Stay Tuned. Oh, no fucking way. Mm. One of our first films we've mm. covered. That's amazing. Throwback. Yeah. And this is like one of the only other films she's been in. Yeah. So it's like just a, a weird connection there. Yeah. No, this movie's really good at just like the quick little two second jokes. Like, yeah, the sloppy Joe bit is great. Like, lady, you're scaring us. And then she's gone. <laughs> and then she never comes back until the end when she's like making out with someone. Not Chris Farley because Chris Farley makes out with the penguin. Yeah. Who is she making out with? Did she come back? I thought that was her only scene. No, there's like a but there's a callback at the end where everybody starts just making which again this is fucking problematic as hell. <laughs> there's a bit at the end where yeah everyone just starts kissing um, during his graduation. Uh, for nitpicks, I thought we've been picking for a while. That's fine. Who walks into a giant tent in a yard and heads straight for the port of sand? Oh, I know. I love that too. I feel like that was just like a money thing. Like they didn't have enough funds she, to shoot inside the mansion. Was she like a porno magnet? She's just like drawn to like. <laughs> But also, what rich kid builds a tent? Again, keep coming back to it. Is he mentally challenged? Who builds a fort outside and then has a porta potty that's your beat off den with incense? Just tent? so many posters on yeah. there. And it's just like, yeah. like you can feel how sticky those like hinges are. Ugh. Oh, it's so humid in that Whoa. tent. It's so humid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to bring that and up like in. the smell and the smell. Like, could <laughs> yeah. you imagine the smell in a tent outside the heat? I don't want to. Where's this? Where's it? Uh, like fictitiously set? I don't know. It's like very much like any town America kind any of vibe. America, yeah. yeah, somewhere hot. Yeah, somewhere hot. Hot enough. Midwest. Yeah, Midwest. Yeah. Hot enough. It gets hot in the summer. Yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Hot, humid. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I- not to say that's my only nitpick with the film, but that's the one I wrote down. So mm. that's how much I was paying attention to. I got a lot of nitpicks. I mean, I feel like I've been touching on them, but um, I want to talk about Chris Farley in a positive and a negative light at the same time. All right. Uh, first of all, I forgot he was in this and he played the bus driver. He's awesome. so fucking good. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, Mr. Farley. No yelling and just screaming. No yelling on the bus at the top of his lungs. Um, and he's great. But my only uh, my only negative thing to say about Chris Farley's bit is he upskirts Miss Veronica Vaughn when she's getting on the bus and yeah. then lies about having sex with her, which is like <laughs> over and over. Yeah, exactly. Well, I didn't, but a friend of mine did. Okay, well he didn't, but you could imagine what it would be like the two of them. <laughs> All right. 
and I can see him ad-libbing that on on set. Oh yeah, no, I feel like yeah. I mean, another fun fact: um, there was a script, but Adam Sandler ad-libbed basically all of his dialogue. Yeah. So I imagine that Chris is also just like, oh yeah, let me just go in. Most of it was just like bumbling, though. Yeah. So... Maybe that's why. Oh, maybe his like that's like his version of scatting. That's like him. Like he's just he's free forming jazz. He's just like trying to come up with the jokes, and that's just his in between. Like, hey, Miss Lippy, doop doop doop, and then yeah, that was good, Adam. Uh, on this take, let's just make some more noises, okay? And go. Can you more do do more uh, doop doos and less doop does? Oh, that was another. Um, we talked about the uh, his his tent with his weird jack off porta potty. Um, but within that, one, another one of my favorite bits is the. It's another Chris Farley bit where he's studying for the decathlon to beat Eric because this movie doesn't need two unnecessary contests for him to somehow win slash fail upward and get the company. No, it needs two. But they're studying and Veronica and Billy are playing strip study. Mm. And he's like, Magna Carta, 1492. 1593 1793 1981 and she's like getting back dressed back up and we got like one little second cut away and then we come back and he's still playing strip parker but now he's playing with chris farley <laughs> and chris is playing so coy it's like that is correct and he's like will i take will i take it oh yes i will oh this is so liberating oh man yeah more chris farley in this movie Less Adam would have been a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy boy. And exactly. I was going to say, that's just a better movie called Tommy boy, which yeah, (laughs) we should do Tommy boy. We have to do Tommy boy. That's yeah. I appreciated uh, like, so Norm, right. Norm McDonald, someone that I've like was a late in life, like person that I followed. So I didn't realize it was Norm McDonald when I originally watched it. And I was like, Oh, well that's, that's a young Norm McDonald. Yeah. But the delivery, and I wasn't a Saturday Night Live guy at all. Right. So, like, this was my first iteration with Adam Sandler and, like, that whole group. Mm-hmm. But Norm's just, like, dedication to his timing and tempo and every single thing he does is just great. Oh, yeah. Oh, just yeah. Just so good. So and good. You ever happen to see Dirty Work? No. That film came we'll do out, dirty work. Don't t- worry. Came out like two years later, and that was a <clears throat> Norm Macdonald vehicle. Pretty much, he was the lead actor, so yeah. you get to see him a one hundred percent of the time in the film. Chris Farley's in it again. Adam mm-hmm. Sandler, yeah, same people. I'm <laughs> afraid to see if that one holds up. Actually, oh, there's a lot of problems in it. Oh yeah, but uh, I still, I have strong nostalgia for it. I do too. You know, um, yeah. I also have stay like, tuned, everybody. That's exactly. Right. I have a theory about Norm Macdonald too, because he was such a amazingly talented stand-up comedian and like. a pretty talented um like sketch comedy comedian as well but i have like a theory that he hates movies or hates acting in them because he's only in his friends films it seems like he picks like really bad things to be in like he just does bit parts in you know it's like oh yeah this is a david spade vehicle we'll be in it sure but that being said he plays himself he's just like yeah. he's like no no no. i'm gonna show up um i'm gonna get the check but what's this i'm a jamaican no i'm not no i'm not i'm just norm mcdonald um <laughs> uh, it's gonna be funnier if i'm just on the beach yeah just being myself yeah yeah no my read on him was his his stick was that he kind of saw the world as beneath him like no matter what and everything everybody else is stupid everything he did was stuck doing was stupid mm-hmm. and that was the gag you know he i don't think he really thought that that was just his but that was like personality. The, he that came was up with. Billy's entourage, right? Essentially, 
It was part of it. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at it. Norm MacDonald was his turtle to make a very dated reference. Yeah. Yeah. The, the entourage is like, they're fancy because they know fancy people. They're not actually fancy. Yeah. I think they played that well. Oh, they're just hangers on. Yeah. They're they're just there because they get margaritas fed to them and put it on their tab. Yeah, exactly. One other of their entourage, someone else who I have uh, second place winning the film is uh, James Downey. He is the uh, second principal who runs the contest. At the oh, the, the decathlon host. Oh my God. He's, mm. he's in a lot of the films and he's kind of, he was also in all of the memes. Like he is so meme heavy. He's in this one where I, I award you no points. You see this everywhere. Yeah. For everyone listening, I'm, I'll put this picture up on the audio and you can hear it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Because it's like, it's yeah. so out there and it's been around for so long. No, he's incredible. I love that he's uh, he's like a high school dean or whatever he's supposed to be, but it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Well, he's, the, he's the replacement principal because the wrestling. Yeah, because the, repl- yeah, the wrestling principal gets kicked off. But yeah. um, I love that he has these really deep seated infidelity issues with his wife. <laughs> yes. And like all those jokes just keep coming like back into the film. <laughs> um, uh, when they're doing the Jeopardy style, all the screens with different categories for five hundred dollars and whatnot, uh, I love that two two of the categories, along with you know, arithmetic, poetry, English, things like that that you would actually be talking about in an uh, academic decathlon. I married common street trash as a category, <laughs> and so is uh, my spouse is sleeping around. <laughs> Subtle. Touched on him, um, another very, very bit part. And I'm guessing he's in this because he was in Airheads, which we should do Airheads too. Oh, for sure. Um, but Steve Buscemi just mm. popping in mm-hmm. as the uh, loner from high school that Adam picked on that he finally makes amends with. Yep. They're working on his death list while putting on red lipstick. <laughs> he's, he's actually part of my verdict for the film. So, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know if you get one of how much more y'all want to talk about it, but we can get towards the end. Can we get to the good movie yet? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> It's kind of what I've got on this. Um, the only other two quick bits I wanted to touch on with Billy and then I'm done. We can hang. We can close the door on this guy um, was I love the abuse that occurs to Billy, not the sexual, not the sexual, but like the physical. Um, <laughs> Glad you clarified. Yeah. I love it when he gets that part again. Out. Exactly. I know how sound bites work. <laughs> Just going to cut out. Not it's going to be. I love the abuse that happens to Billy. The sexual, the sexual. Um <laughs> But no, I love that uh, Veronica, who, she, you know, again, it's, it's an Adam Sandler vehicle. He has to get the gal at the end. But I love that there's just a scene where she beats the living shit out of him in a pool. Oh, yeah. The uh, to like come kick his ass. Like, yeah, exactly. Shape. Yeah. yeah. And I love that happens. And also good on her for wearing so many layers because like the studio got her in like a wet T-shirt scenario. She, they tried. Uh, and they tried so hard. Tried and she's so just hard. like, she's like, that's cool. You can't see anything under my three piece suit, my guy. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do distinctly remember that on the second. Yeah, like, that would have been a great like PG thirteen. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. Where's the unrated version of <laughs> Billy Madison? The one redeeming moment cut out. <sighs> um, and then my other favorite would have been thing a whole new movie with people just abusing him. Is I love it when he gets to high school and he's not cool anymore, and it's like, oh, the high schoolers get to treat him the way I want to treat him. <laughs> like they're all just like. <laughs> fill his locker full of shit and just like no one wants to be within 10 feet of him like ugh, yeah you think the school's in on that gag they have to be in on it right oh they're getting paid off i'm sure they're getting a wing no 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 i'm talking about like all these gags of like oh i like filled your locker with shit like that's like a common trope yeah 
how are these people getting the combinations? They're, they're getting them from an admin, somebody exactly. working in the office. There's an inside it's job. It's an inside job. Inside job. Fucking yeah. hell, I didn't even think about that. It's probably mm. Eric. <sighs> I mean, he already got the principal fired. Yeah, you know, is. what's to stop him from figuring out a loco, locker combo? And this thing goes deep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot more cerebral. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jason, do you think it's just a subtle nod that um, they have a reference to Hamlet? <laughs> and it's like, no, this is Hamlet. Yeah. This is, oh my God, it is Hamlet, actually. It's, yeah. all, yeah, it is the code. <laughs> it's all an iambic pentameter. Yeah. If you really listen to it. <laughs> that's what the, yeah. The, that's the doobie doobie doo. Exactly. <laughs> it's just to keep him on beat. <laughs> oh my Holy god this fucking shit. hamlet though this puts a whole new angle on things it's a young man taking the throne supposed to be taking the throne from his father yeah an uncle like character is coming to usurp him he's got the ghost of his past haunting he's got him. the ghost of his past haunting him yeah i feel like i feel like it's it's hamlet but the writers aren't educated enough to know it's hamlet so they like just stole lion king yeah exactly i was gonna say like it's lion king (laughs) gildenstein and rosencrantz are just like all of the children it's like the bespeckled kid and uh or i guess it would be norm Macdonald and the other buddy to the the last person still listening yeah exactly (laughs) oh my god um well yeah we can uh i feel like we've done it we got a whole nother movie to talk about. We can wrap this guy up. Sure. I just wanted to go back to the Steve Buscemi character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please do. Uh, no, just as, as, the, as the verdict. So the one redeeming moment for this film is when Adam Sandler calls the Steve Buscemi character an old acquaintance or friend from high school who he used to pick on, make fun of, and, and you know do whatever to apologize for being an asshole. Mm-hmm. And his specific things he said were, it's, it's, it's somewhat ironic, that's the, that's the very notion and idea of this podcast, is to go back and look at the things that we used to laugh at, but it turns out are just mean. And they, they say that specifically in the film, and it's like, holy shit, that's, that's why we're doing the Nostalgia Killers. So this entire podcast is a phone call back to the people we used to pick on. And Is Billy Madison the deepest film we've ever done? <laughs> According to Jason, it is. So. I was gonna, I'm like freaking out a little bit. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I came in like, oh yeah, this is the. You know, I lost so many brain cells. I was gonna garbage, say like yeah. the uh, the whole speech that the host of the Decathlon says, where it's like David Blaine's about to like pop out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah, but yeah, d- despite uh, you know the lipstick application, soon soon after, it's a very touching moment, mm-hmm. and it's kind of what how everyone should. You know, yeah. a real realization everyone should come to at some point. Make amends, people. It's wow. not too late. And the so Ch- choking up a little bit. The nostalgia killers is uh, Billy Madison. Yeah. Um, Are we Hamlet too? <laughs> is yep. that yes, John? Is everything yes. just Hamlet? I think you're more of a Hamilton. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, for me, um, I'm just going to continue to monitor the film. Can't can't quite let it live. Can't kill it. So, and you you've listened to what we do, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so go ahead. And I'm up. the only listener, actually. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, oh, well, we got 900 listeners. You're, you're, just, you're the guy. It's just Jason. <laughs> uh, I'm. I. I did not like this film. Yeah, I did not like it. I think the the premise is just so hard to to get anywhere near, even in like a comical, like it's silly sense. Sure. I don't think I can get past it, and like as a professional, like. The thought of, oh, yeah, just uh, pass pass high school again and you'll get the keys to a Fortune 500 company just like irks me. 
<laughs> it irks me. So down to your crawl. Huh? Yeah, down like down yeah, down deep. So uh I'm, I'm That's awesome. I'm gonna let it live in the uh in the the grand D V D I was gonna say you're just gonna leave it in your double disc. Yeah, yeah, it's in the double disc and staying, staying there. You may be the first uh, guest we've brought on with baggage. I love it. (laughs) I mean, the first one that's spoken about it (laughs) at least. So much. I mean, it's a really touching film. You really like angsted out of me. I didn't realize I was signing up for a therapy section. Yeah. Is this my intervention? Just want a quick hit you with just two things we didn't touch on really fast and then i will do my thing um we'll keep keep this podcast train a rolling the mucus queen is yours the bit where um the woman he has a crush on who's one of the mothers of the first graders is you know wiping the snot off her son's uh, face and then she does the whole like yeah classic mm. kind of like beautiful woman wiping sweat off her brow bit but with snot yeah it's but it's very iconic and wasn't her brow no no no, yeah it was her chest and then the only other little quick bit was stalling for time. We'll cut this out. Oh, we didn't touch on um, if peeing your pants is cool. Consider me Miles Davis. Uh, the random woman with dementia who is on the like she's, I guess, supposed to be part of like the old timey farm they're visiting. Oh, she's the tour guide. Yeah, she's the yeah, tour guide. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. the whole time she's like, why am I here? What's <laughs> happening? Who are you people? She's pretty great, honestly. Exactly. Um, but no, ah, oh, man. As much as I love Shakespeare, uh, I think I gotta. I think I gotta Hamlet's tab this one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna kill it. Um, there are little, you know, there's one-liners and little bits and whatnot that still hold up that are fun. But that being said, go watch some Saturday Night Live clips from the '90s. Go watch any other movie that these amazing act- character actors are in. Yeah. You like Chris Farley again? Tommy Boy, much better. Black Sheep, anything. Black Sheep, anything like that. You like Norm MacDonald? Great. Watch some stand-up. Watch Dirty Work. Watch, I don't care. You like Adam Sandler? Watch the next movie we're about to talk about. That's all I'm going to say is like, yeah, I, Billy Madison can burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it, but it's like, yeah, I don't yeah, need to do. watch this ever again. Yeah. It's okay. Maybe I hate it a little bit. It's okay to hate it. It's okay. It's okay. It was a rough watch. It was a real rough watch. It was one of those was, like... Yeah. It was an almost between the fingers watch, like you know that, covering your eyes. So having worked in restaurants for a long time, like you get people who come in and like, oh yeah, I haven't had a dish like this since, you know, my honeymoon 15 years ago with my now deceased wife. And I can't wait to try it again because it's the best dish I've ever had. And like, don't try it. Don't relive that, life, that you know what I mean? Like, don't do not do it because it's but never going to live up to that experience That's what we again. do here, Jason. I, I know. Nostalgia just like, we killed the nostalgia. Yeah. We killed it today. That Panda Express chicken is never going to taste as good as it did when you were 13 years old in the middle of that mall food court. You know? It's like, just let it go. It's fine. This is about growing up. Exactly. Yeah. Something about the sitting next to a Sbarro's. Oh yeah, I mean it's the it's the commingling of the scents and flavors and sensations. No, exactly. You can't you can't mimic that by just going to a Panda Express like off of the free, freeway or interstate. No, no, no. No, it's got to be yeah. Right. On that note. On that note. Do we want to take a break? Um. Yeah. Do you guys need a break? Really? Quick? I'd like a break. Yeah. Let's take a break. Cool.